0: I'm your host, Anna Yardley, and you're listening to episode number six with Stevie Henderson, Put the Lord First. You're listening to the Mindful Mantra Podcast, where we discover mantras that lead to lifelong success. If you're looking to take control of your thoughts to empower positive change, this podcast is for you. Come along with me as we learn and apply the mantras that have shaped successful entrepreneurs, inspiring leaders, and everyday people into something great. Our guest today is one of the kindest people I've met, Stevie Henderson. She turned her blog into an online shop over six years ago and has built something absolutely amazing. Her secret? She's kept the Lord her number one priority throughout her journey, and it shows. She radiates the spirit of peace, happiness, love, and so much more. I can't wait for you guys to learn from her. Hello, you guys. I'm here at the Stone Sheba on a very busy road in Provo with the beautiful Stevie Henderson. And this is so fun for me because my family has been following Stevie and her journey for so long now. Me and my sisters in particular, were really into fashion, and but we also want to be modest and Stevie has made the perfect solution for that and we're here with her today. She's going to share her journey with us and her life mantra that has led her all the success. So, Stevie, I'll hand it over to you. Share a little bit about yourself and your shop and where it's at right now.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anna, first of all, for having me. A little bit about me, I'm Stevie. I am a mom of two girls, I've been married for seven years, I feel like I found my soulmate and yeah, we started a shop, me and my husband, about six years ago and it's, you know, I kind of just thought it would be my thing on the side um, so that I could be a mom and it's just kind of grown and, and taken off so we're very fortunate to be able to do it full time and it's been a blessing to our lives for sure
0: wow that's so awesome her shop is so amazing it's not like a normal shop that they come out with pieces every season you're launching things every single day so you must be so busy
1: yeah it is crazy yeah i my husband would know the exact number but it's probably like 15 to 30 styles a week um so pretty crazy but we love it and luckily we've been able to kind of manage our time and do it really quickly so we kind of have it down pretty good now
0: (laughs) that's good that's fun well we'll get into that later we have to hear how you launched and the process of doing that but first let's dive into your mantra your life mantra you obviously have success in your business and your family's amazing your faith you you're just so well-rounded what is it that you tell yourself or what are your thoughts that have pushed you through and brought you here? What's your life mantra?
1: Yeah, well, I would say my husband and I's life mantra would be just putting the Lord first. We're very religious in our faith, very active. We believe in God and we believe that everything we have comes from him and his work needs to be done before any of our work. And so we always try to have that be the focus of our lives. And Because of that we've been blessed and that's kinda where we start. (laughs) But we also have little mantras like within our business. You know, my husband always says, like, All right, we gotta hustle this week. So I Mm -hmm. feel like just with our business it's so quick paced that one of our mantras is just you move quick, you hustle and you get it done. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. I love all of that. I'm very religious too. And putting the Lord first, we all know that when you do that, everything else just kind of works out.
1: It totally does. It's amazing that way. Yeah.
0: Were you and your husband both raised religious? Was this kind of rooted in you from the beginning to put the Lord first or was it something you had to learn over time?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. We both were raised religious. And, you know, my, my husband comes from a typical, you know, LDS family sort of say and then my my mom actually converted to our religion when she was 18 and she married my dad and he's not a member so I don't come from like wow. this typical family in my church but my mom's always been really strong and really active and she raised us sister me and my sisters really active and strong in the gospel and, and always made a point to be that example to me with putting the Lord first and so I've just kind of mimicked her my whole life and I've always done it there's been times though in my business where if I don't you know ask Heavenly Father like oh should I do this or should I do that and I notice (laughs) and we learn Mm -hmm. things a little bit harder than if we would have just taken it to the Lord first and and asked you know what direction should we go or what should we do so That's so good. I feel like a lot of times, at least me, I
0: separate secular things from spiritual things, and so I forget to involve the Lord, especially when you know so much about your shop and what you think should happen next that you just if you make a move without the Lord, it could totally not be the right move.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like sometimes it's like, well, I really want to do this, so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it because it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, you know, you just learn. Totally, totally. So what does it look like
0: putting the Lord first as you started your business and then now with your family and God and religion and your shop? How do you balance all of
1: that? Yeah, that is a great question. And It took a long time for me to be able to balance things. And I notice in my life as I'm doing, like we said, how we try to put the Lord first, as I'm doing those things, if I do the things that are the most priority to me, then I have enough time or just the other stuff really does get done. And But for sure, finding the balance. I could tell you like a story or an example. Yes, Um, please. So it was really hard like becoming... When I, my husband and I started our shop a year after we were married, and it was going really well. And then a year into that, we had our first child. And so Mm. it totally changed um, my day to day things. Oh, yeah. And so um, I remember just like nursing and crying, just trying to get everything done. And my husband, so sweet, he just said, You can't expect yourself to do everything you did before. Like, totally. what are your priorities? And, of course, my pr- priority first is, you know, the Lord and my family. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you do those things and you get that done and then you do the bigger things in the business, it will all it'll all work out. You know, mm-hmm. it'll all happen, what's supposed to happen or what you're supposed to get done. And you just have to trust in the Lord. And, and I think, too, I had to kind of give up some things within my shop because it wasn't my... I mean, of course, it's my priority. It's it's how I can be a mom type of thing. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to just, yeah, I guess, like, make a list of your priorities and what's most important to you and then go from there.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I
1: love that. It must have been so hard
0: growing a business and you're learning to hustle, like you said, being fast paced and then having a child and having to slow down because you're naturally hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes. And you can't do everything that you did before, but you still manage to get the most important things done.
1: Absolutely. Which is
0: the best part. So, I was looking and I found your blog that hasn't been posted on for like 4 years. Yes. I assume that's how you started. It is your shop. actually. Yeah. So, when did you start your blog? Why did you start your blog? Uh-huh. Tell us kind of more a little bit Great about that.
1: Great question. So, you know, it's funny, my dream was always to be a mom. That was like my biggest dream. I never thought I would blog. I never thought I would start a business. So it kind of came from the desire of wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I had a roommate in college who is a successful blogger. Amber Fillerup, some of your listeners might know her. Mm -hmm. And she was so successful at it. And so I thought, okay, that is something I love fashion. And so that's something that I can do from home. And so I was working at a boutique at the time and I got this backpack. This is just like, fresh maybe like first week into my blog like right as I was starting and um, I posted a picture of this backpack and the next day I went to work and I got like 50 phone calls like hey do you know that girl Stevie she posted this backpack I want to buy it (laughs) and it was so funny they didn't obviously they didn't know that I was (laughs) on the phone but the, the thought came to me like why don't I sell the backpack Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, quickly after that, we just, my husband and I just decided, why not go for this and maybe add a shop to, an online shop to my blog. And at the time, no one was doing that. Mm -hmm. It was like, so kind of a new concept. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, it was like, kind of, I had to train people to kind of trust that concept, but it worked. So in the long run, it worked
0: and you guys were super young like you said super. you were just married so were you mm-hmm. blogging when you got married or did you start blogging after no. you got married
1: yeah so I probably let's see so we had been married a year I started my blog right at a year mark okay and then I blogged for like a month and then I added the shop like two months later oh
0: so it was <laughs> it really was like, fast. yeah it
1: was like okay hey, this is an idea and let's go for it we've always we've always been quick movers Mm -hmm. my husband and i and so we just went for it we had no idea what we were doing at all
0: wow and i'm sure that putting the lord first was like the main subject of that whole entire thing absolutely because it's grown so i mean (laughs) it's grown so fast I guess it's been, has it been like four years or five? It has been six years. Six years. Okay. Coming up on six years. Six years and now it's doing so awesome. So what does your internal voice sound like? What What kind of things are you telling yourself? Have you always had a lot of confidence to blog or did no. you ever have a hard time with it, seeing other bloggers out there? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I'm actually like, my personality, I'm very shy, kind of reserved more of an introvert and so yeah for me blogging like putting myself out there that was like didn't feel like me Mm -hmm. but I was like it's behind a camera so it's fine you Mm -hmm. know and so then even when I started my shop I for sure had to get out of my comfort zone when we started the shop I wasn't modeling the pictures we just would take pictures of the clothing on the ground oh I love it it was so bad <laughs> but um so I had no intention of even modeling it and then you know clothes weren't selling so well on the ground mm-hmm. and so we thought we better put this on someone and I was the cheapest person to do that and so mm-hmm. we just went that way but I for sure had a kind of come out of my comfort zone and I've seen the Lord make me do that a lot in my life with different aspects Mm -hmm. and so that's comforting to know too like he's wanting me to get out there a little bit you know Mm -hmm. but for sure you gotta do hard things when you when you want to be successful or grow or uncomfortable sometimes (laughs) yeah and just
0: believe in yourself and just tell yourself because it's not easy you got yourself to do it and now i mean you're modeling all of the clothes in your shop so and you're so good at it so it really is practice makes perfect
1: yeah for sure that's
0: fun so in your shop you do design and handpick all of your pieces Mm -hmm. right
1: Is that your favorite part what is your favorite part so i thought designing would be my favorite part but it's actually super hard (laughs) um with like I've, I've gotten better at it for sure, but like picking out a fabric and then just seeing it on the body, it's like, oh, actually I don't want that fabric, mm-hmm. you know, or like, it's kind of hard. I for sure have gotten better at it and have j- enjoyed it more as I've gotten better, mm-hmm. but I also love to see like a finished piece and then pick from a handful of those as well. But also I love getting something that I designed like finished product after I've worked hard on it mm-hmm. and it's like Sweet! This is awesome. People are gonna love it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's really fun too. That's fun. So, yeah. do you have
0: a favorite piece to design, or favorite kinds of clothes that you really like? Let's see designing or making. Um, or styles.
1: Yeah. Well, right now, I think like I, what I love about my business and things is styles always changing. So it's really fun in the business. It's just different. Every season is different and it, it's exciting. It like keeps that excitement. Mm-hmm. And so I love one of the aspects I love about my business is, um, watching runway. And then implementing that into my line. I mm. love runway. I love looking at the styles there and then seeing it kind of like watered down to and where affordable. someone can wear it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's really fun for me to do and to see and and to see like the new trends mm-hmm. every season. Fun. When did you have enough people buying
0: your stuff that you had to transition from just you two? working wherever you were working from to having a warehouse or having a shop and having more employees. Where did that come in? When did you know you needed that?
1: Well, I should start at the beginning. Yes, let's Um, hear it. Okay, so when we started, it was kind of going to be my side thing. My husband was doing, he's going to school at BYU full-time and playing soccer there, and he was doing music from home. That was kind of his dream to do music, and so I started this shop, and I can tell you about the launch later, (laughs) maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit later, but we started it and then we set some goals. I wanted to be making what I was making later that summer. We started at the beginning of the year and later that summer, I wanted to be making what I was making before I quit my job. And so I had like a six-month goal with that and we hit that goal in the first month. And so I think it just like, and it wasn't like that the first day, we Mm -hmm. had to work hard that first month, but... I think that like setting goals is huge for us as we set goals and try to achieve them each year. We do better and better. And we, my husband and I meet weekly. That helps a ton with like knowing where we're at and what we need to do if we need to hire more people or grow more or hit certain numbers. I think goals is huge for us. And as we evaluate where we're at, we're able to make decisions of like, what's the next step? Mm -hmm. Who do we need to hire? Like, where do we need to go? And so, it was really hard getting out of our house. We we had our inventory just in our house for a while. Mm -hmm. And that was so funny. My husband and I both cried when we saw, like, the U-Haul taking our clothes away. It was like, oh, it was like our first child. And it's Uh not, like, necessarily in our home anymore. And so, and it was in a warehouse. And we're there every, you know, day Mm -hmm. at the warehouse. But... It was just different. It's kind of like hard to grow a little bit or to change, I guess, mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Um, but it's a good thing and and it's fun. So so I, I don't know the exact years of when all that happened, but we were in a basement apartment, kept our inventory there. And then we moved to a house and kept our inventory in the house. And then we moved to a warehouse and then we needed to move to a different warehouse. And wow. so... We've kind of moved it into four different places, and now we have a spot that's a great size for us, and we're able to stay for a minute, but it is hard to assess of when you need to make those steps.
0: Totally, but I think the goals is the only way to keep yourself on track And those weekly meetings to reevaluate where you're at, where you want to be in a little bit. That's the only way, or else you probably would have, you wouldn't have been able to sustain yourself. You wouldn't know what to do next. Yeah. So tell us about your launch.
1: Okay. Our launch is so funny because, yeah, like we had that backpack thing happen. We're like, Mm -hmm. oh, sweet. Like everyone's going to buy everything right away. This will be so easy, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we – Because you already had
0: your platform, your blog. Yes.
1: Yes. And so we we built the website. We launched. And we were at Fashion Place Mall, this local mall. And – when it launched, we were at an event there and we, I was looking at my phone and we had zero sales and, and no one on the website. And me and Trevor were like, my husband and I were like, is it broken? Is the site not working? And it was working just fine. We just didn't have any sales. And so we kind of went into panic mode that first 24 hours because we had high expectations. And when it didn't happen, it was like, I quit my job. You know, I did these things and we need to like make this happen. We went down to like one car. We kind of sacrificed a bit to get started. And so, but it was kind of motivating because it was like, we did this, so let's do it. You know, how are we going to get sales then? What do we need to do different type of thing? And The biggest thing was just training our following to buy from us. That was the biggest thing. They just weren't used to buying from, like, a person. They really weren't. No one was really doing that at the time. And so they were used to more, like, boutiques. So we just kind of had to train them that it's okay to do that. (laughs) And then it worked. So... Wow. But yeah, it was crickets at first. There was nothing there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and as soon as you understood the problems of the people that you were selling to, then it was like, okay, yes. we got this down. And
1: the problems of us. Like, we yeah. had it on the ground, right? And uh-huh. we needed to kind of change that up. And so, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. What would you say to people that maybe want to start something like this or your kids? What would you tell them?
1: Oh, I would say go for it. Like, what is your dream and go for it? Like, Even if you don't know how to do it, just figure it out like YouTube or just start. I think the biggest and scariest thing for people is to start and you just have to like tell yourself, okay, what's the first step? I'm doing the first step. Okay, what's the second step? I'm doing the second step and just go for it and make it what you want, you know, And I think one thing my husband would always say is you can't compare your start to someone else's like middle or finish. So I would tell everyone who's thinking about it, like, don't be afraid to start because you have zero followers or, you know, you're not the biggest person out there. Just start. And let it be what you want it to be.
0: Yeah, because if we look around at everyone else that has pages or shops, there's so many. Yeah. And then we'll get too afraid to start. You just need to focus on what what you want and going and getting it. Yeah. I love it.
1: That's and so good. I would say with that too always like just run in your own lane like if you are starting you could get discouraged if you were to like look at someone else who's mm-hmm. doing something similar and we always just tell ourselves just run in your own lane do your own thing go at your pace and just work hard totally and, yeah that's so
0: good i love it stevie okay so one last thing just tell us do you have any fun facts a funny story about your shop just something fun
1: oh my goodness sh- well let's see Something funny. I think seeing our beginning is a very funny thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would say just working with my husband is really fun. I get to work with him every day. And we have, you know, funny bloopers as we take videos of things. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny that we should share more of that stuff because people don't get to see too much of it. But we have a lot of fun together. And and it's a lot of fun. and fun environment to be in mm-hmm. so
0: that's good yeah put them
1: on social media I love to see <laughs> I know everyone all, all my bloopers yeah <laughs> I
0: love it okay so where can people find you on Instagram your website how can people find your shop
1: yeah so my Instagram is Stevie Hender, and then the shop page is shop Stevie Hender, and then our website is shopstevie.com so can go to any of those places to find us. Perfect. And full warning, if you go on her website, you'll add like 20 things to your cart. So just be warned. <laughs> it's so nice.
0: But it's all affordable and it's all super cute. So you should do it for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, Stevie, I've been smiling this whole time. You're the best. That was so fun. Thank you so much. I'm sure you've inspired everyone that's listened to this. So <laughs> thanks for coming on and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Stevie. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review and share with your friends so we can bring more mindful mantras to this world. Thanks a million and I'll see you next time.